Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. All right, Ball vs. Life, we're back. Episode what, JC? My co-host, my buddy. Episode Dose Dose, episode 22, man. We're 22 episodes in. Matt Barnes. Uh, Matt Barnes. <laughs> That's so random. Five months, right? Five months in? How's it been for you, dude? Five months of freaking recording. Dude, it's been easy um, when the season was going on just because there's a ton of stuff to talk about, you know, sports-wise. But, you know, now that the off-season has come into play and free agency has kind of ended, it's kind of slowed down a little bit for us. Yeah, and now we're cl- we're kind of closing in on the end of the season and I I wanted to bring on a special guest to kind of close out the basketball season but my my future brother-in-law Mike yeah Mike Chen thanks for having me man yeah for, for those that don't know most people know Mike's obviously Christine's brother my fiance so this is gonna be a yeah this is, this is a this is exciting man. no I'm, I'm used to that I'm everyone's uh, used to being called Christine's Christine's, Christine's brother. little brother yeah exo <laughs> exo so. Christine's brother <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. now board, you're on a Mike. podcast, on a sports podcast. Now though. I'm doing what I like doing, talking about sports. So thank you guys for having me. <laughs> and and I, I, it should be a walk in the park. Man. <laughs> we'll see. Actually, you you said you want to do your own podcast, like a golf podcast, or like just. I I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll see. Uh, my buddies and I have started playing golf, so hmm. we're trying to you know we're trying to bring golf to the twenty thirty year old Asian Americans. That might sort of be the idea, but. Honestly, I'm just trying to not shoot a 40 handicap, so we'll just <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Well, this is really an intervention uh, to get you to start your podcast. I've invited you as a guest to inspire you, dude. <laughs> it's all I don't know, about this, reps, bro. This might scare me away reps. from the whole thing. So <laughs> because last time we recorded for uh, your sister's podcast, yeah, you're a natural man. That's why I was like, oh, after that, I was like, we should bring Mike on. (laughs) (laughs) Plug, quick plug for Perfectly Imperfect right now. (laughs) Uh, So uh, before we get started on uh, on our topics, uh, how how was your weekends, guys? not it, it was a little busy actually uh we had a, a death in the family i don't want to make it all morbid and whatnot but uh i had uh my my um grandfather-in-law mm. um pass away recently the homeboy was a soldier dude he he passed at 99 years old Damn. so he was okay. he was one year away he was like six months away from triple digits and you know he was a soldier lived a good life but it was it was time time for him to go because 99s <laughs> it's crazy, up there man i'm sorry to hear that brother. yeah yeah my condolences no yeah thanks guys yeah but um you know it was it was a celebration of his life at the same time you know everybody was sad and whatnot the only thing i want to add to that story is uh homeboy was a survivor of um the 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 Bataan death march in the Philippines. So basically, in mm. World War Two, the, the Japanese took over the Philippines, and they tried to, I guess, torture a lot of the local soldiers that were helping the American troops. So literally, this grandfather of ours walked like sixty miles in torturous conditions. So basically, the Japanese soldiers literally moved them from one encampment to another and had them walk without food, shelter, sweltering heat, and whatnot. 
So there's no surprise that homeboy made it to close to 100 years old because he yeah. survived a 66-mile yeah. freaking torture. Strong man. Uh, torture march. Yeah, exactly, man. Dude, when so, you live to 99, you, know. you seem some shit. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. He's 99 and he had like 11 kids, man. So this guy has oh. had a ton, He's been busy. He's been really busy. <laughs> Dude, so, yeah, when you tell stories like that, I think I have nothing to complain about. All my all my stupid shit that I complain about means nothing. <laughs> I know it puts it in perspective, right? Like a lot of these, uh, you know, a lot of these OGs, they don't have a lot of the luxuries that we have, and so it's, it was kind of refreshing. And given that he was in the military here too, they did this whole military sort of uh, ceremony there. They, they, you know, they had the American flag and whatnot in the coffin. They had those, you know, those little soldiers. They didn't have like those guns where they shoot up and whatnot, but yeah. it was cool. That that kept me busy for sure. Wow. Well, yeah. again, you know, my my our condolences. Thanks, Mike. What were you up to this weekend? Man, I don't even. I don't know how I'm gonna follow that up. <laughs> I put you in a bad <laughs> spot as the host. As the host, I put you in a really bad spot. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I played some golf. Um, <laughs> I, I went to a wedding. Oh, you and know, you celebrated. I, I celebrated. Yeah, you celebrated uh, life, union, bro. Yeah, celebrated so. life. Yeah, you, you, you celebrated future, the future, life. the future generations. The future generations. <laughs> Both of us celebrated life one way or another. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. what it is. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then I watched like six episodes of Succession. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you were busy too. You're I was busy. In very a productive. Way. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jack? I watched the fight. I watched the Manny Pacquiao. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh snap! Fight. Yeah, you're Keith right. Burton. You watched it too, dude. Oh, I was man. hitting you up the entire time. You were like watching yeah. it on your phone, dude. You were like bootlegging. Yeah, that it shit. was ghetto. <laughs> yeah, like I, I follow this 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 dude, like a sneaker reviewer on YouTube, Jefferson. Shout out to Jefferson, and he he IG live the whole fight. So. <laughs> You dude, know, instead of listening you're to totally whoever throwing was... him under the bus, man. <laughs> Fucking pay-per-views gonna go Jeff. after this guy. My bad, Jeff. My bad, Jeff. But yeah, he he IG live the fight the whole time. So it was kind of ghetto, but I was still able to see the whole fight. That was kind of I was cool. It was surprising, man. It was a yeah. close fight. Yeah, was. I didn't think Manny would be able to pull it off, but somehow, some way, I think the early um yeah. the early knockdown uh, aggression and activity really kind of put him in an advantage. What do you think about it? Yeah, no, no. I mean, the fight was exciting. Most Manny fights as long as the other guys engaging, like and he's not, you know, dodging it like Floyd, it's going to be a good fight. And Thurman, he showed up, man. He really showed up. I'm now that I'm older, I'm always rooting. Not that I would root for Manny anyways, but I'm always rooting for the old guy. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Yeah, at 40, I mean, I was, you never know what's going to happen at that advanced age, like whether or not, I mean, he may look good during training camp, but then at the fight night, his calf might act up, something might just go, might be off, and then every, the whole game plan is going to be off. So I was happy to see that he came in aggressive and he came in wanting to throw some punches. Like it was like vintage Manny. So whether or not he can fight that that way with even better fighters, not that Thurman was a was an easy fight per se. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly, right? So I mean, I mean he he had a belt. Manny won a belt. Exactly. So we'll take it for, we'll take it for what it is. So given all the ups and downs that I've seen with Manny, it's it's good to see him back up there, man. So Yeah, I'm happy. We'll see how much longer he'll fight. <laughs> yeah, I I honestly hope he doesn't fight for that much longer. I'm I'm glad that he's he's doing what he's passionate about. But, oh man, like just the wars that he's been in. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. He's protecting his legacy at this point. I know. Yeah. He's already yeah, made true. his legacy. Yeah. That's the thing. He doesn't need to fight another fight. He's just doing it because he, he's a fighter. That's just purely it. He's just a fighter. I don't know, man. He made he made close to what? Eight million? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that payday is a little hard. <laughs> okay, all right. To turn down. <laughs> I don't think he's not fighting on the street or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but, you know, he is a fighter. Fighters fight. That's. I'm glad to see him out there. He took a lot of punishment, though. I think the, the most punishment he's had since the margarito fight from what i heard so he took some shots late so he was looking uh he was looking a little bit purple and he had took a, a lot of shots into the eyes and whatnot well we'll see we'll yeah we'll see what happens with the future with manny i mean pride of the philippines that's up your alley jc being a filipino yeah. brethren so let's yeah, yeah let's man. let's move forward dude let's let's get to the topics i mean let's get to why we brought mike on <laughs> he's a he's a diehard laker fan do you want to kind of i mean you've been a laker fan for a lot of years right you know you grew up in california, yeah yeah so you're yeah. born in california right born in california yeah. i mean i feel like you should know that since you're about yeah. to be my brother-in-law but uh, yeah. nah, i mean oh, shit it's cool don't worry about it <laughs> you got legit check man <laughs> yeah no 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 uh yeah grew up grew up in la grew up a, a laker fan you know, start watching from the the Eddie Jones, mm. Van Axel days, got Kobe, Shaq, three yeah. peak, bit of dark ages, but yeah. you know, got to see Kobe go off for eighty one. Was it like four straight games of fifty points? Wow. Then you get the amazing trade for Palace. So I remember where I was when that wow. happened. Where were so, you? Yeah, that's like one of those one of those you know events where you like, you know where you are. And I was I was in college. I was eating at Brandywine. I went to UCI. Mm. And then my friend texted me. I think we still have flip phones back then. <laughs> and we got power for who? Who did, who did we? Who did we trade? We, we traded, traded Jarvis uh, Crittenton and uh, uh, Kwame. Kwame, and then obviously a pick that ended up being Marcus. Mar- yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was great. And then these past fucking five years, I've been um, <laughs> it's been rough. Been something else, but. But you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna tell the story a couple of years later where you were when Anthony Davis got traded to the Lakers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I screamed, and my girlfriend was like, "What?" And then um, she was like, "Do you want to drive? Because I feel like you need to text some people." And I'm like, "No, I'm good." The crazy thing is the the day that news broke was when you probably yeah. were driving to yeah. my uh, the the beach where yeah. we did the the proposal surprise yeah. proposal party. You were you were the first person that I saw. That I was like, I gotta say something about this yeah. too. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, Mike's a longtime Lakers fan, so we brought him on to talk about the Lakers. When the Kawhi news dropped, Mike texted me right away, and <laughs> it was—I uh, think it was all in caps. Yeah, dude. It, <laughs> a lot of emojis. Yeah, a lot of emotions crying. running hot because, like, just throughout the whole process. You know, we're, we're yeah, on yeah. Reddit. We're on all those yeah. like forums. <laughs> we totally bought into all that stuff too. I we're know. like, dude, Kawhi's coming. Was bro. that like, our already ambition or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! And that that kid, um, what's his name? Our Ari Abraham or yeah, something? Yeah, oh my yeah. He gosh, was tweeting. Man. He was like, he was getting all this love and attention though. Those guys are totally they're, milking. They're eating it, it up. They're yeah. eating it up. I think they got like thousands of followers just during that week. Yeah. Uh, Who was Ari Abraham? I don't. Know. I don't know. Was, was he like a, a a bus sort of like distant cousin, where they were getting plugs for? News? Nah. What so the hell? I I think he got big because he was the one that broke the Dwight Howard news. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but he was like a kid, kid back then. I yeah. think he was like thirteen, and mm. then I think he saw. Dwight outside of a hotel in LA and he was like Dwight's coming to Lakers and then he, <laughs> and then we traded for him and all of a sudden he gets all this credibility he's known to be an insider now, amongst like <laughs> at least the hardcore fans 
I know, but I'll never trust him again. <laughs> so what? He saw Kawhi, uh, what, having lunch with, like, yeah. Magic Johnson? He, he or saw Kawhi at Quiet Langers or something. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was so crazy that week because I was... I was like refreshing just all these links, especially on Reddit, and I was eating all that stuff up. But I still was like, nah, 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 don't, don't believe the hype, <laughs> don't believe the hype. But when you're a, when you're a diehard fan and you're thinking like, dude, if Kawhi comes, this is the makings of a super team. Oh yeah, it, it's hard to resist. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'll get into it later, but it was it was more so it was like security for the next four or five years. Yeah, you 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 didn't have to worry about getting the second superstar after LeBron leaves. Yeah. You got AD and Kawhi for like four more years. So that would have been nice, but mm. I mean, it is what it is. So what'd you, what'd you think? <laughs> I mean, we want to get your reaction just because you're, I mean, we've, they've been getting my reaction, but, this is, <laughs> but I want to know your reaction right when that news dropped, when you saw Kawhi signs yeah. with the Clippers, you see it on Instagram. He's, he's cropped in a Clipper Jersey. He's photoshopped in a Clipper Jersey. I know I'm, um, see the thing, the entire week, right? Because it was free agency was on the Sunday, mm-hmm. and then it was Friday where when he actually announced. So it was like freaking five agonizing days of just like the, what concerned me the most out of everything was the only the only quote unquote credible source that was saying he was gonna come was freaking Chris Broussard. Oh no! You know, what no, I mean? and I was like, that guy has no credibility. Oh my gosh! I'm like. <laughs> He was reading the forums, dude. He was reading RDA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> that was his source. Like, I, I believed it because it made me feel good. <laughs> Just because he's a TV personality. He's actually on TV. Yeah, and he's on, like, first take yeah. saying all this stuff. Yeah. And I bought into it. So when I found out, I was, you know, I was around, like, Wednesday or Thursday. Hmm. It was like it was Independence Day, mm-hmm. and, I, and they were saying he wasn't. He was like in Toronto, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna turn my brain off to this. Yeah. I've like dedicated way too my <laughs> way too much of my emotions on this. So that I'm at a I'm at a bar on Friday, yeah, and we're about to go see a show, and I'm with a bunch of like a couple of my friends who are Laker fans, and I'm just like, I'm just like having a pleasant <laughs> conversation with people, and he he you know taps me and he goes, Kawhi signed with the Clippers. And I was like, "Shut up!" Are you freaking? That just ruined, it ruined my night. And then you find out they get they get PG. Oh. And then, um, yeah, I was like, "This is this is." I'm gonna remember this night for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, I think when you when I found out PG was going to the uh, to the Clippers, that's when you know when when I first saw the Kawhi news, I was just like, you know what? Hey, he he had a decision to make. It was and possible. He, yeah, it was possible. Yeah. But when PG got traded to the Clippers. I was like, dude, this guy worked us. Oh, yeah. That was the reaction. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what got me mad. I'm like, fuck, he worked us. He yeah. worked the Lakers. I mean, he I played think us. He, he, I think, I mean, fool's gold. Yeah. I think he was still thinking about signing with the Lakers until the Clips got PG, until they made that happen. Yeah. But you he know? still, he I would played, say yeah. his first option was the Clippers for them to make that move, though, because he was oh, yeah. waiting. He was buying oh, time. Yeah. If yeah. he, if he knew, long before that they wouldn't be able to make that move i think he was leveraging yeah. it right yeah i i think the mere fact that he didn't sign like the first two days after free agency, free agency started like i look back on it now i was like yeah this is probably a bad sign because our 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 superstars already could already there like yeah, yeah. the roster isn't, isn't constructed but that's just because we're holding out like 30 million for him so we can't make a move so the fact that he didn't wasn't right away i'm gonna sign it's like okay i think this guy's probably trying to make some moves on the on the background in the background you know maybe with the raptors 
mm-hmm. more likely with the clips. It ends up being like you're in a bad relationship and you're justifying all these things. Like, okay, he needs more time because he's figuring out the Lakers front office. <laughs> he, he, he wants to set up his medical team. Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're thinking yeah. that. You're like, that's why yeah. he's taking time. You see, but, this, yeah. this is how bad it is. We're talking about Kawhi like he was, he's like our boyfriend or something. Yeah, <laughs> this is, totally. We never had him. <laughs> you had all these hopes, man. You're dating somebody and you're like, dude, this could be the one. This could and be then they so just burn good. you. This could be so good. I see the life. This could be a marriage I made in heaven. I want. Lost in the shuffle are the Raptors, who literally was their boyfriend. It was yeah. he, he was oh, their boyfriend yeah. for a bit, where they actually <laughs> won a championship. Damn. I wonder how they're feeling, man. You know what I mean? They must they be just got a chip out happy. of it, though, right? <laughs> they, yeah, they got a chip. That's true. That's it's true. worth it. It's worth it. Like they were never champions ever before, like in their history. So just just to get the chip, I mean, it. I mean, if I was a fan, I'd be I'll be salty too. But hey, I get to say. As a Toronto Raptors fan, we're champs. Yeah. Hang, yeah. hang a banner up. Yeah. Like the Clippers, what do they got? <laughs> Just, I, now that Leo is not here, I can talk shit. <laughs> but hey, you know what? They might they might put up a banner. But we'll talk about that matchup <laughs> later. Dude. We'll talk about that later. So, I mean, that was your, your initial reaction to uh, Kawhi and PG going to the Clippers. All the subsequent moves afterwards. The Lakers kind of went into like survival mode. They did have a plan, though. That's, that, that was very apparent. So which is, I'm kind of yeah. proud. Even though like they put their, their hat in the ring for Kawhi. And I said in our other episodes before, it was worth it. Just for the simple fact you have any kind of chance. And like I think Woj reported that if... The Clippers didn't pull that PG thirteen deal. He he was actually planning on a sign with the Lakers. So yeah, yeah, it was worth it. It was worth the wait. But you know what? He didn't pick us, the Lakers, and you know backup plan put in place, and boom, boom, boom. It was all it was all executed afterwards. What'd you think of the moves? Um, I thought I thought they were I thought they were solid moves for what what they were able to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they rounded out the team nicely. They got some depth. They um they I the Clippers are going to be amazing mm. defensively in the on the perimeter so i think i mean we got we got sort of second tier perimeter yeah. defenders but at least we got them you know so danny green danny green top end De- perimeter yeah. defender right? yeah jc yeah, you agree yeah. daddy green is like 35 years old bro I Dude. mean, he he was a solid. He's a solid player. But you saw him in the playoffs he, against the Warriors. He locked up. Yeah, he 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 freaking ended Clay Thompson's <laughs> next year, bro. Exactly. That's what, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He That's locked a defensive up. play for you. I mean, you're not getting San Antonio, Danny Green. Let's get it. Mm. Let's get that straight. I mean, Danny Green is a solid player. He's a he's a he's coming from a winning you know tradition at San Antonio, now at Toronto. So he's he's a solid player, but he's not PG. He's not like Patrick Beverly in terms of at this point in his career as a, being a lockdown defender. But yeah, he's he's a solid player. I mean, the one thing the Lakers did, they added a lot of shooting because last year, Mike, yeah. watching the games. And Magic and Palinka running the show, they were trying to go like against the grain, and that yeah. failed horribly. <laughs> Everyone yeah. was already saying like, "Why w- you got to sur- surround LeBron with shooters?" I mean, he's one mm-hmm. of the most dominant passing um, forwards all- of all time, and they're like, "No, we want all these playmakers on the perimeter." <laughs> that shit did not work out. I well. know. <laughs> and then I was. So who are the shooters? Sh- who are the shooters now on the squad? We got Quinn Cook. We got Troy Daniels. Danny Green is a great shooter. We got, K- K- we got KCP, KCP. Avery Badley, Kuzma. He was a little inconsistent <laughs> last year, but that you know, sounds the- like an all-star three-point contest uh, roster, bro. 
I'm, I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> hey, Quinn man. Cook can, can hit. He's inconsistent. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just asking. It seems like there are some shooters, but... I want to get your opinion on the Quinn Cook because we added Quinn Cook and he he can shoot. That, that's for yeah. sure. But yeah. what do you think of that signing, JC? I mean, he, he was your boy before. As long as expectations are set, he is more of a shooting backup guard. I don't think he's really much of a creator. He's a scorer. He's going to get bent on defense, so don't really expect a lockdown defender out of him. Uh, he's a good guy in the locker room, so I think for you guys, having Quinn there as an additional shooter off the bench is is, is solid. But, man, he runs hot and cold. That's a mm. thing. There will be times where he'll make some big shots, but there will be times where he's just like, come on, man, we just need one. We just need <laughs> one. And that's he's just a, not going to make that for That's the plight so. of a fan in the playoffs. Bro, just give us one. Just give us that exactly. one shot. Like, I know just, you were tearing you know, out your hair during the playoffs, dude, because, I mean, it's a different level. We're talking about the finals, and I know Cook didn't really... I mean, he had some moments, but in general, he was kind of overmatched, right? Yeah, but that's one thing that you can you can get from him is experience in the postseason, and that's always key. He may miss some shots in the regular season, but someone that's been through the wars, and he's been to through uh, two finals runs, so not a bad pickup yeah. uh, for you guys. And apparently, he's, his dad was like a huge Laker fan, yeah, so dude. there's really some sort of you know family lineage that's coming through there. So I really like that happy. backstory. I've, I've been kind of following him online and. Yeah, his his dad was a big Laker fan, and then now that he he signed with the Lakers, he's repping the Lakers really hard. Um, and beyond beyond that, we added McGee back. We brought back McGee. We yeah. brought back Rondo, and of course, JC, you you know all too well, Boogie Cousins. I'm I'm really <laughs> excited about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, now that he can uh, get a summer of of kind of rehabbing. I mean, how do you feel about you know those additions and bringing back the 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 players from last year, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I I thought like. Okay, McGee, you, I was pleasantly supor- surprised last mm-hmm. year when I watched him play. He seems to have like a decent hook shot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's sort of that that off ball big defender that you know will help with the blocks. I don't I don't know how great he is one on one, but mm-hmm. I think the good thing about getting AD or and getting Boogie is that you know you you just he comes off the bench now. He gives us maybe like 13, 15 minutes, yeah. if that, but. Um, who else? Who was it? Oh, Rondo? Yeah, Rondo. Ah. He's a little, he's, he's a little <laughs> long in the tooth. He's a little long. But you know what? What we want is playoff Rondo. Yeah. That's yeah. what you want. Right? I mean, I, th- I think from a leadership perspective, I think from a, you know, kind of calming the, the team down when things get, get a little crazy, I think he's he's definitely good for that. Um, I mean, he, he's a solid player and a good defender, but I think, you know. I would we'll say just... after his, his, I think his ACL? I would say his days as a defender are over. Mm. Uh, watching the games last year, yeah, it's, yeah. it's tough for him to stay in front of the guy. But you know what? Yeah. At the end of the day, I think with Rondo signing, he's kind of an insurance policy when LeBron gets his rest days. Yeah, because you need someone to run the team. Yeah, and I, I think like because you, since you got LeBron at the one now, you know that that I'm, I'm guessing Quinn Cook's probably going to be the the first one off the bench at the point mm-hmm. guard. I'm excited for Alex Caruso. Dude, yeah. <laughs> hey, he's, all the end of last season, JC, you know, we were hyping Caruso so oh, yeah, much, we were mainly because yeah, we had so. nothing else to root for at that point. <laughs> I was clowning him at first, but then he started dunking all over the place. Bro, and I was like, don't clown crap, on Caruso. Caruso. I think they called him the bald mamba. Man, it's like the weirdest thing. Like, even now that, that now that I, I, I know that he has bounce because mm-hmm. I've seen it, but every time, even when I watch highlight reels, I'm like, 
this guy legitimately looks like a 45 year old <laughs> with like a 40 inch vert man this is <laughs> i actually love caruso because you know mike plays a lot of ball he's the guy that when you go on the court you, you spot him out and you're like now nah, that guy could. yeah you know like yeah. you, you kind of gauge people right away yeah. like i don't know if that guy can ball and then yeah. you're like, damn, those can be deceiving. <laughs> what yeah. that dude's balling out. He, he's the one where you have four and you need one more. And he's like, I could play. And you're like, he's the one that's wearing like running shoes <laughs> while you're playing ball. And you're just like, yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. And then he starts railing threes and just starts Dunking doing like reverse people. layups. You're just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Lewis can be deceiving, so. Uh, yeah. But I'm excited about Caruso. This this makeup, I mean, with Boogie on board, I think Boogie can be a really integral addition. And you can give him time. You can give him time to kind of work up to, uh, to I don't know, 60%, 70%, 80%. That's uh, that's all I'm hoping for. I'm hoping yeah. for 60%. Yeah, I don't know. Too. JC, I mean, I mean you, you had yeah, him for, I, what, half a season. What do you think? Yeah. Well, see, it's different just because obviously... You know, he was just coming off his Achilles when he got back with us, uh, and it was just off a a year, and he definitely was not even close to Vintage Boogie. Like, all of his athleticism was seeped out uh, of his game. Um, So literally all I saw from him was using his his girth and his, his strength, basically, you know, on the post. And he has a lot of basketball skills. Like, Boogie's, mm-hmm. you know, he's a, he's a gifted big man. He's got, like, he's got, he's got dimes, man. He's got, he's even got handles. So I would expect that that part of his game is still intact. Um, one thing I noticed is he looks like he dropped a lot of weight. Like, I oh, saw, yeah. like, some press conference, and he wasn't even that skinny when he was with us. Like, he was hovering around, what, 280, 270 when he was playing with the Warriors, that boy looked like he was 250 even less mm-hmm. yeah. when I saw it on the press conference. So how that would uh, translate into his game, will that give him a little bit of extra uh, hop in a step? Um, we, we shall see. But yeah, at least Warrior Boogie from what I saw, man, I mean, he was solid. And he kept us in the playoffs, at least for for against the, the, the Raptors in the finals. Yeah, he, I he, he won game two for yeah. you guys. Yeah, exactly, right? Like yeah. if he didn't, come come up big and the lines weren't crazy but the fact that he gave us a little bit of stability at the big man position given that we were dropping like flies you know you can expect that from him so it's all about expectation management with boogie he's coming off the bench 10 minutes 15 minutes yeah i don't know man he he might give you guys some really solid minutes yeah i think he once he tore that quad uh in the playoffs it it was a huge blow for uh the warriors i think if he didn't tear that quad you guys probably would have I don't know. It would have been a different story, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, when I mean he, you could say that about like have, 50 things yeah. that happened in the playoffs for the yeah, Warriors. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, so, you don't want to be saying that to JC. It was a nightmare. Those scars are still open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, stay, going away from Boogie, but just at least from my perspective, the Lakers, given what had occurred with the Kawhi situation, I think they kind of did well after being led on by Kawhi because they acted quickly it seems like they had their plan b's already in play and they just kind of said all right you know that didn't happen we'll sign all these players yeah I was saying I was I was texting Mike when the Kawhi decision uh decision came out and I was just saying like you know what at this point we can't cry man like look it's all part of the business right all you can do is get better or like get even 
And this is, yeah. if anything, this is extra motivation for the management, the front office, and yeah. the players like LeBron and AD, because they recruited Kawhi too. I remember I saw an interview of AD with Rachel Nichols, and he was just saying like, I don't know how, I was texting Kawhi, telling him, am I texting you too much? So these guys oh were God. definitely <laughs> recruiting him. So yeah, at this point, it's like, <laughs> look, like, it's already, can't cry over spilt milk, and yeah. let's put it the best, to, best team together. Yeah. yeah and I, I don't know if this is the best team, but definitely better than last year. And, I, and all and, these and things, it's, yeah. it's It's thought out. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a strategy going into it. I think... I think like the, the quiet news definitely overshadowed the fact that we got freaking Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I, I think, you know, if you look into it just objectively, yeah, we did give up a lot, you know, we, mm-hmm. we gave up a lot to give, uh, to get him. But I think the thing I appreciate is I think management took a really hard look at Lonzo at Ingram at heart, and they didn't see anyone that could take over the franchise mm-hmm. after LeBron retired or after or after he left the lakers so mm-hmm. i think it was a move they needed to make the the lakers i don't think they've signed a major superstar free agent since mm-hmm. since Shaq, right yeah no definitely not yeah no. so i mean that's like 20 plus years ago so that's definitely not the way that we're good at operating mm-hmm. so i think you you got to go get one we and again we got we got burned so many times these past five years and Two, two of which are playing across the the hallway, you know, playing for the Clippers. So, you know, at least we at least we got AD. So, yeah, that's I, not a that's not a bad bad guy to get. And there was a lot of, uh, for good reason, a lot of narratives bashing the Lakers. And it's been, it's been tough being a Laker fan this past year because of all the the magic leaving and then all the subsequent things with the front office. And we we talked about it in length, JC. I mean, you yeah. you've. You've talked shit about the Lakers for for many weeks, uh, but to put in perspective, despite all that, the Lakers in these past two summers have recruited two superstars, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and that's already a win. It's just yeah. more now. It's like the team building aspect of it, right? Yeah. Now it's how the, how how do you guys put it together? Exactly. Mm-hmm. We'll and see. the coaching is part of that. Is Vogel going to be a good enough coach? And compared to let's say the Clippers, and we're going to talk about that next, yeah. the battle for LA is the Clippers versus the Lakers looking at the rosters. And we're talking about, for the Clippers, they might be an all-time best defensive backcourt um, with Kawhi, PG-13, and Patrick Beverly. But, look, team, as JC said before, you don't win on paper. You got to see it play on the floor. But, you know, they also have a championship coach. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's difficult. I just, for the record, I just want to say, fuck Doc Rivers. <laughs> I, I hate that guy. <laughs> I hate that guy so much. Did you know that uh, PG-13... Uh, I think was engaged to his daughter. Yeah, and then like she, like, he he allegedly cheated on her. How awkward is that? Well, dude? You're just gonna see yeah. PG doing like 40 minutes of suicide after <laughs> after practice yeah. ends every day. <laughs> PG's gonna work harder, or he's gonna just check out. Those are two ways that it's gonna happen. Yeah, man. just because either he's gonna be like, yeah, I gotta make it up to Doc, or fuck this guy. We'll get a different coach, but. <laughs> Hey, before we move on to the comparisons, uh, since we're talking about the, the the Laker roster things, is there still space to add more more uh, players? Like Melo's still floating out there. No, he's no, come on, come you on, know Melo, get out of here, Jason. No, I'm just saying. Don't, right? don't stir like, the pot. There... <laughs> don't stir the banana boat. 
<laughs> pot. <laughs> I'm just saying, LeBron likes to get have his guys around him. I mean, let's just let's just put it at that. You know what I mean? And I don't know if they're all Rich Paul Rich Paul guys. To answer your question, there is one more roster spot for the Lakers, and I truly believe they are number one. Either waiting for the buyout market to play out um, throughout the season because they right now looking at it. There's just nobody that's that alluring to take up that spot. I know Corver ended up being uh, was waived, he went to but the Bucks, right? Yeah, he went to the Bucks, but yeah, I don't think that Bucks. was a sexy enough signing for the Lakers. He can shoot, but he's kind of, yeah. Again, he, he can't defend yeah. a tree at this point. Um, <laughs> and I think what who they want really is Iguodala. I think they really want to sign <sighs> Iguodala. That's just my take on it. Yeah, uh, because he would be again. This is not a regular season signing. This would be for the playoffs. He yeah. is a lockdown defender that Lakers desperately need at that three spot. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll take good care of him for you, JC. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, know I would hate to see you're, you're that. You're crying man, tears, you are, right? You, yeah, you guys are taking all our players, man. <laughs> we are. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, we got to follow the blueprint. Light years ahead, right? Uh, yeah, I know. Damn. I, how, how likely do you think that's going to happen, though? Oh, man. Why? Well, there are other teams that are trying yeah. to try to sign like him, Houston like and the Clippers. One of them being yeah. the fucking Clippers, yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be a that'd be a fucking nightmare. If they get Iggy, oh, God, they, like like that perimeter D isn't good yeah. enough. Like, I I don't know if they got fuck Iggy, Doc Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> if they got Iggy, I honestly think they're gonna win the championship. Like, uh, how can you score on that team? The playoffs are all about defense. JC knows this. Nope. It's all about defense. If Igudala gets bought out, don't sleep on the Warriors, man. I think at that point they could make a move on on getting him back. You, you know think what I mean? So? He does have a lot of history with us. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, right now um, they can't trade for him. But if he gets bought out, that he would be potentially a free agent. Uh, and he can make any decision that could work for him. He has a lot of history up here, and he has a lot of investments up here in Silicon Valley. So I'm just saying, I would rather see him back here. Obviously, <laughs> I would not want to see him sign with either of you teams. But then Why again, would Iggy go back, I want man? to see him with the Warriors Houston. dumped him. Can't go well, back to your yeah, girl after they. It's <laughs> business, <laughs> man. Him? It's business. It's business. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's business. So it, it could happen. Well, I'll tell I'm you just, what. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just hoping. But yeah. Uh, that would be a perfect fit for the Lakers if they yeah, do end up fit. signing a player like uh, of Iguodala's stature, man. That's crazy. If they, I have, they I have a feeling though he might go to the Clippers. Though. I have a really bad. Yeah. Feeling. Well, don't sleep don't on Denver. He also has a history with Denver. Denver is pretty good. So, yeah, Denver is pretty stacked actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I think this roster can compete. You know, we got guys again. A lot of Warrior retreads and McGee. I actually think the Warriors kind of missed a guy like McGee. He, he's he's kind of an athletic big that's like perfect off the bench. He he brings in like defense for a spot minutes, even though as Mike alluded, he his one on one defense is really bad. He's actually a very bad fundamental player, but yeah. he he makes yeah. it up with like these kind of was it uh, spectacular blocks. But then most yeah. of the spectacular blocks are because he's missed an assignment. He's just yeah. he's just like his body is just it's too long, you know, <laughs> like you just. <laughs> He's just, he's just a freak. He's really clumsy out there. Yeah. How yeah, often you are put him around high IQ players though, yeah. and you take yeah. away all of the responsibility, and he, you just assign him to do one or two things. He'll do it at a high level. Yeah, and I think that's the key with Javale. So putting him at a starting gig, I don't know, like at heavy minutes, you you know, it, it might be tough. Have him get a few lobs just to get you know the vertical game going and open the things 
things up, the shooting up for the rest of the squad, then you got a winner. So just use them the right way. That's the key. Yeah, I mean, we'll see if, if they end up using him the right way. And I'll, I want to point this out. The Lakers have an all-star studded coaching staff. Mm. <laughs> like they basically hired bunch of people with experience frank vogel you know obviously coached the pacers back in the day and he was successful lionel hollins jason kidd um they i think they brought in a shooting coach recently mike penberthy so they're they're really trying to form mike penberthy wow <laughs> remember back in the day he was on the He's lakers a, for like he was on years. lakers yeah yeah, yeah 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 wow i have not heard they that could use him on the squad right now to shoot off the bench i know <laughs> He might be our best shooter. <laughs> he probably is yeah. our best shooter. But yeah, um, to move forward, let's talk about battle for LA. JC, uh, I kind of want to get your insights. Like about between the Clippers and Lakers, what are you looking looking at the rosters? Who do you think has the advantages? Like you know, coaching and and on the floor. First off, I just want you guys to just battle each other and just <laughs> war of attrition. While, while Clay heals up, first. while Clay heals yeah. up. Exactly. <laughs> Um, Don't sleep selfishly, on the Warriors. That's my my stance. Devoting. Uh, I mean, yeah, I know, but between the two LA teams, let's we we've talked about it already. Like the Clippers are loaded at the wing position. Anybody in the league will be tough to even match up with them with Pat Bev, Kawhi, and and PG. So at least on the on the backcourt, you know, swingman position, <laughs> that's that's the Clips all the way. With the bigs, I mean, they have Zoo, Zoo. and then they have Montrez, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think there's a whole lot more. Zoo doesn't strike fear in anyone's hearts, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, that that right? one it's still hurts, heart. though. Yeah, we gave him away for nothing. We gave him away for nothing. But I'll tell you what, Zoo, I, I like Zoo a lot, because we got to see him up close. Yeah. But he, he ain't ready for that smoke, for sure, at least right now. <laughs> he, he isn't. Trust me, he isn't. Um, if you saw yeah. him in the playoffs against the, the Warriors, again, they're playing the champs, though, of course, yeah. right? But yeah. he's his foot speed against what the modern NBA is now, which is death lineups, especially in the playoffs, yeah. like he's he's off the court. Yeah. 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 But who knows? I mean, so, he's young, so he could be improving. Yeah. yeah. So fr- front court, I think, I, I think the the Lakers with AD, and I guess you could put LeBron in the front court as well. The, probably a little bit more of an advantage, uh, and, and when, you know Boogie and Javale. There's a little bit more size and depth on the front court side. Bench. I mean, you got Lou Will, six man of the year, man. Yeah, he dude. killed us. So it's it's Lou really was a Laker before to, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Hurts, right. That one hurts a lot. Actually, um, he had a great Montrez. Montrez on the, off the bench. As well for the Clips. He's a beast. I mean, they have some some really, really key players over there against much love to Eric's, Alex Caruso and Quinn Cook. I, I do feel like the Clippers have a slight advantage, at least um, Mike, you know, from my perspective. Do the Clippers have an advantage? <sighs> See, you know, all right, let's, yeah. let's, let me ask you first. The duos, all right? PG-13 yeah. and Kawhi, LeBron and AD. Who's got the advantage there? Let's start with the, the duos. I think... I think... LeBron and AD have the advantage there. Okay. Yeah. I, I think... Um, two top five players? Two of the top five players. I mean, AD is... is He's the best four in the game. Mm-hmm. I think he's actually now playing for something that matters. You know, he's... I'll be honest, man. I, I did not catch a lot of AD games because the Pelicans are never on national TV. Yeah. You know, so I'm only watching the games that they play against the Lakers, mm-hmm. the Clippers, and then that series that they had against uh, Portland, which he was amazing in. Yeah. So I think now that he's got something to play for, 
you know, I think he's he wants to be an MVP. I think LeBron wants to support him in that. Mm-hmm. I think Kawhi and PG. I mean, PG is like this. He like has he still has his injuries right where he's like recovering from yeah. from his injuries Shoulder right. Injury. So mm-hmm. you got that. You have Kawhi's load management, load management and stuff. So I think it's honestly who can stay healthy. I think <laughs> I think like JC all, knows all, that all, well. all four <laughs> exactly. had some injury last year. So, yeah. but I, I do think the Lakers might be able to put it together a little quicker, mm-hmm. or at least those two a little quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, Their games complement each other. They do. They yeah. do. And I, I think LeBron's coming into this point where he's like, I don't need to be the man anymore. I want to sort of lift AD up to that. And, you know, that's going to help out with his load management. So, I, so we'll see. We'll I think the biggest How difference for me is the difference between LeBron and Kawhi. And Kawhi is the, probably the best two-way player in the NBA. Yeah. But LeBron makes his teammates better. Yeah. He yeah. legit makes his teammates better. Like He puts people in position. Kawhi is, is kind of like a, more of like a... I don't want to compare him to MJ. But when we're talking about greats, right? He's more of an MJ type of player. MJ didn't really facilitate. Like Kobe didn't truly facilitate either. Right, yeah. Kobe was a dominant player. Kawhi is kind of like that in the playoffs, right? He's not like dishing seven, eight assists a game. You're you're giving yeah. him the ball. He's creating one on one opportunities, and he'll dish it to you sometimes. But LeBron is saying and he'll make winning plays. Yeah, yeah, like yeah exactly. Yeah. Defend. It, he's not gonna set up, you know, other other teammates. I, f- I feel like I J- know, JC had a point. He was smiling. I, <laughs> yeah, no, I was no. So yeah, I mean, you saw me, right? I was like. <laughs> Can LeBron actually defer? Can LeBron not be the man? And I, I don't know. You guys have been watching him all season. But at least from an outsider's perspective. And yes, he is our rival in many ways. Yeah. So I'm kind of coming in from a different you know, kind of perspective. Well, here, let me ask you this, like, JC. You watched you watch mm-hmm. LeBron in the finals against the Warriors. Did he, mm-hmm. he defer to Kyrie when he needed to, right? I don't know if I would say that, man. No? He was he was he was playing out of his mind. He was playing at an MVP level. <laughs> Kyrie, there's a reason why Kyrie didn't want to be there. You know, Kyrie bounced as a free agent. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I, I don't I don't know I don't know if LeBron can not be the man. And I don't know him personally. I'm just coming off of the way that he's kind of always been the the man. Um, That'd be cool if you knew him personally, is. though. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think there was a little bit of uh, hopefulness when I when I said that. I mean, we'll see. I think I think he definitely wants to play with his son. And that, mm. that's the only thing that sort of, the only sure thing that I know, it's like, hey, this guy mm. knows that he's got to, you know, he, he's not, he's not, he can't take a pounding every yeah. game. He can't. So yeah. he's got to make the right plays. He's got to, he's got to give the ball up. Yeah, which is, I think that'll be the key for the season. If mm-hmm. he actually can make that shift, because obviously someone like Melo has not made that shift. Yeah, right. Yeah. And this is why he That's finds why he's himself not in the unemployed league at this moment. Exactly right. If LeBron can make that transition, take that back seat, and him fully uplift AD, then I think you guys can do a lot of damage, mm-hmm. right? And he tried to do that through the press with like the giving of the number and all of this social media stuff. But once you're playing the game and the last shot is happening right there, yeah. how do you know that he's going to want to give that? And maybe he will, and that'll be good for you guys. That's TBD for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, sto- I'm really stoked just to see if this 
this group can come together. And I really do believe that, like just hearing all the interviews of LeBron and AD, that they're 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 in they're in synergy of what they want to do with this upcoming season. At least like being selfless. I hear that with AD all the time. He's like, you know what, just play. So I just want to win at this point because he's again he's been in a kind of this abyss for yeah. a while with the Pelicans. Not no one even when he plays well, like he's not really recognized. And people forget he's he's one he's if not the best. Yeah, you know, one of the best big men next see, to Giannis. And see, I don't want to hear that from AD. I want AD to be like, I'm grabbing mm. every board. I'm taking every shot. Mm, mm. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I appreciate the thought, yeah. but I need you to go go beast mode this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think he's ready. He's ready, man. It's now or never. He, he, got, like, he got benched for this last quarter of the season. That yeah. guy's hungry. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I pray to God he does not get hurt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that again, shoulder bad. Yeah, that shoulder's a little iffy. At the end of the day, JC knows this all too well. Again, what really gets you at the end is the injuries. Can you stay healthy? I mean, that's yeah. simple, simple, but that's why Kawhi did load management. So, for if, for the Battle of LA, we'll see how it plays out. I mean, there's no conclusive answers. Obviously, we're just making predictions. Um, and there's we haven't seen anybody on the court. We haven't seen anyone play a game. Yeah. Um, and again, don't sleep on the Warriors when Clay comes back. Um, deloading might surprise somebody. I mean, Mike, <laughs> you and I know what deloading is like. Hey, the, the kid improved a lot. We don't. Yeah. Year. I. Man, you guys are going from a perimeter defender in Clay to <laughs> Delo. I, I think that's that's gonna hurt more than anything else. I know. From from KD, yeah. a superstar. To, Deloading, who was an all-star, one-time, one-time all-star. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. I think I'll give the Clips a slight edge on this season. Okay, I think you come down to it and you you say three, four minutes left in the game, mm. who who's going to get a bucket? And LeBron hasn't proven to be the best clutch player, right? Mm-hmm. He can't even. I remember there was like, yeah, earlier in the season he lost like two three games for us because he couldn't hit a free throw yes so that stuck with me mm-hmm. <laughs> you got ad who's who's an unknown i'm honestly don't really know if he's a clutch player i know he's yeah. great for 36 minutes in a game but i don't know if he's gonna be able to show up in the last two or three minutes mm-hmm. and then you look on the other side you have freaking Kawhi, who's like <laughs> single-handedly won the raptors the the championship sorry jc again for bringing that up but <laughs> and then you got to al van fleet wanted for them <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you got uh lou will who mm-hmm. god he's like it's those players i think it's just a handful of players that that there's a minute left and yeah. they have the ball in their hand you're like and and they're playing against you and you're just scared out of your mind yeah watching lou will against yeah. the warriors yeah that guy gets buckets like yeah. they, they call him what was it was his nickname professional scorer is that is that yeah. his name? well they, they kind, of kind of a lame nickname <laughs> yeah I, I don't know who came up with it but yeah yeah strikes fear in my in my heart i'll tell you that but last <laughs> uh, again last two three minutes when you need to get a bucket one-on-one you know like lou will Kawhi. yeah definitely I, I feel like give them the edge over lebron it's rough i guess we'll see yeah we'll I see i guess we'll see i but... mean at the end of the day despite Kawhi choosing the clippers it's it's probably the most wide open the league has been yeah. in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I'll say, I'll say one thing. It's, it's a good time to be a fan of LA sports right now. Mm. So JC, you should, you know, we're the invitation <laughs> is open. Yeah, bro. Anytime you want to jump on, you're more than welcome to. 
Yeah, once yeah, once you I start watching D loading playing, you're you're probably gonna want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. How, we'll see how uh, D lo does it up here, and then I'll consider it. <laughs> not probably not, man. <laughs> let's, I don't know, man. I mean, let's end this uh, this episode soon. Um, let's just do like just some some fun predictions um, of the Warriors, Lakers, and Clippers. Just kind of like where you feel like they'll end up in the standings, and then we'll revisit this. You know, obviously as the season progresses. And uh, why don't you go first, Mike? Um, where do you think where the Clippers, Warriors, and Lakers are going to end up? And just around guesstimate where their wins will be. Or if you don't want to do the wins, you just be like where in the standings. Like Clippers won, wherever Lakers won. Warriors, yeah. Warriors ninth. No, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> a possibility. Um, I think I'm going to go... I think Denver's actually just mm-hmm. a sleeper in all this. Yeah, I definitely. think they might take the first seed. Mm-hmm. I think it'll, it'll be Clippers, Lakers, 2-3. And I think Warriors... I could see him in like the sixth, seventh seed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about that, JC? How do you feel about that? Appreciate the love. I appreciate <laughs> is that, is that generous? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I actually, it's in line in terms of where I expect them to be, especially when we play out. Um, I think, I do think the Clippers just have a lot of a talent. So I'm going to probably say the Clippers number one. Ooh. Um, I do see the Lakers still having a lot of talent and actually really having a lot to prove. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to come in motivated. So I can see the Lakers uh, come in, try to compete with Houston and Denver for the two or three spot. Mm-hmm. I think the Warriors, we could probably see them in the six, seven, eight spot. It's just going to be tough uh, yeah. with with the injuries and with new players coming in. So yeah, I mean that's that. I think that's going to be tough for. Whoever is the second, third seed to be playing the Clippers in the Oof. in the first round of the playoffs with Clayback. I wanna, that is, I want to see the Clippers play the Warriors in the first round. That'd be great. That is the dream. Be great, and just me. have them like just, run into each other. Yeah. You know, just beat the shit <laughs> yeah. out of each other. <laughs> and every, everyone's injured. <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll 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 make the Clippers' hearts nervous at least for that first. Oh round. Yeah. yeah, like what Fuck they yeah. did for us. You if know Clay I mean? comes back healthy, hell yeah, they'll be scared. And yeah. honestly, you well, never know as the season progresses. I can see the Warriors pulling off some moves. Yeah, like this current roster that they have, I don't think it's going to be the end roster. Maybe maybe this next year, yeah, just because you're waiting on Clay. But in the future, for sure, it's going to be different. Um, and I'll I'll just kind of throw out my predictions really quick. I think the Clippers will end up higher than the Lakers. There's going to be a lot of X factors going into that. I mean, with how many load managing games for the Clippers. For the Lakers, I do think they're going to rest LeBron and AD here and there. Yeah. And yeah, the this is a brand new team. So it's going to be tough for it to gel. We all, like watching the NBA for many years, even the Miami Big Three, like it took them time. Um, they struggled in the beginning of the season. So I think the Lakers will end up a three or four seed, but they'll be primed for the playoffs if they're healthy. So yeah. And the Warriors, I see them as a 7th or 6th seed. Same as you guys. You can't sleep on these guys. These guys are champions. So as Isaac been saying over and over, um, I think they can hold down the fort, keep within the playoffs, and then when Clay comes back, they're going to go on a run. So, yeah, that's kind of my prediction. I, I, was, I was so ready to not talk about the Warriors this season. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> well, look, this, half this podcast is the Warriors. Dude, we've been talking about the Warriors for, like, for, for a know. while, so I'm glad this, is a, this was a Lakers uh, episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Although it didn't end well for the Warriors, so. But yeah, like, let's uh, let's end it there, man. It was a, it was a good, lively uh, de- well, I don't know, debate, but conversation, discussion. Yeah, discussion. And Mike, thanks for thanks for coming on. Yeah, and giving the Laker giving back up on the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And finally, we've got some good news, dude. I know. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about it. I'm 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 still. You're still, still, still though. You're still. I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm cautiously excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cautiously excited. But we'll, we'll go to a few games this, this Dude, season. Dude, yeah, I definitely. We'll, Maybe we'll go to a Laker Warrior game. You could come down. Yeah, we'll, we'll pay, up, we'll pay up the ass for those tickets. But yeah, we'll go to the games. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> It'll yeah, be think, fun, man. Yeah, dude. We should we should podcast a, a live uh, uh, watch of a uh, of, of a game. Maybe that that'll be a, a more cheaper way to kind of enjoy the the game together, man. <laughs> I want to do that. IG live like a a, a, wa- a watch game or something like that. That'd be so fun. Yeah, I'm down to do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll aim to do that next year. So we're excited about the next season. And now that the NBA season has died out, we're gonna kind of close this part of our podcast and. As I kind of started this podcast, um, this has been five months of us doing it, and it's been a wild ride. I never really, I mean, JC can attest this, we never thought we'd be doing this five months, week, every weekly. Like, it's been a grind in, a, in the best way, because mm-hmm. this dude over here has kids, and again, uh, congratulations on your newborn. And but we want to move towards with this off season doing other stuff, and we're gonna have our season finale actually next week, and we're gonna have a another special guest on. So I'll throw a teaser out there. So for those of you listening, definitely listen to our next one. So we're gonna give you another update with what we want to do with the podcast uh, moving towards the future. But we're definitely gonna do a basketball season. So once the basketball comes back in the fall, Mike's gonna be on for many more episodes talking Lakers oh, games. Oh man, yeah, 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 dude, you killed it, man. I might you killed it. Yeah. Well, actually, I gotta listen to the recording. We'll have to see. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of emotion. You know, there might be a, be some emotions in there. Yeah. So, yeah. We, that's what I want to get you. I want to get like the highs and lows, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, with that said, you know, follow us on on IG Ball versus Life official. Shoot us an email Ball versus Life at gmail.com. Give us a rating and subscribe, please. Uh, and catch you guys next episode, which will be our season finale. Peace out. Later. See ya.